everyone. Welcome to today's Accelerate Your Performance podcast. I'm your host, Janet Pilcher. Thanks for having a desire to be your best at work and help your organization achieve success. This podcast is all about actions we can take to improve workplace culture and achieve results. And they're all aligned to our nine principles for organizational excellence. It's great to be with you on this last day of January. Over the past year and a half, we've all made some significant adjustments and changes during this pandemic. At Studer Education, we doubled down on our digital and online content to make sure we provided you with resources to help you manage through the pandemic and to stay true to the purpose of our work serving students and their families. In particular, with Accelerate Your Performance, we've released two episodes a week to keep things in front of you in the most meaningful way. I sure hope that's been helpful to you. As we, keeping our fingers crossed, continue to build out more in-person connections, we'll shift back to broadcasting one episode a week, coming your way every Monday morning. Also, this gives us opportunities to do some really special and cool episodes during the week from time to time, other than our Monday times. I'll do a solo cast on a key topic on the first and third Mondays. On the second and fourth Mondays, we'll hear from our partner organizational leaders and some experts in the field. I love this time with our excellent leaders doing meaningful work. This week, we'll have our last Thursday interview and begin following the new schedule on Monday, February 7th. We're completing our first month of the new year. During January, we spent some time focusing on establishing a personal mindset focused on being positive, happy, and proactive. And we've heard stories from the field about how leaders from our partner organizations are achieving results, even in this most stressful time. We've also talked to Dr. K.K. Owen about essential components of healthy workplace cultures. That was episode 233. Continuing with thinking about healthy workplace cultures, I spent some time today doing a reflective piece connecting 2021 to 2022. I didn't start the new year with an episode focusing on how to think about the new year as leaders. And to be honest, probably like most of you, 2021 was such a difficult year. I was still feeling the aftershocks going into 2022. Last year, our team worked hard and we overachieved our goals, even in the most difficult year. That's a great accomplishment and also one that needs to be placed in context to what we continue to do to achieve and sustain our results over time and remain emotionally, mentally, and physically healthy. That's just really hard to do these days. I know you feel it as well. We need to continue to achieve our goals and we need to pay attention to how we balance our hearts and minds. So today I lay out some tips, not because I'm great at them, but because I believe if we take some of these actions, we may begin to build a better heart and mind balance. The consequences are steep if we aren't able to actively focus on a better balance of our heart and our mind. I start with four things I've been working on as a leader in person that may be helpful to you. After I describe what each tip at least means to me, I then assess where I am on this continued learning journey of leadership. Here's the first tip. Start the first 15 minutes of your day planning. I'm old-fashioned. 
I have a list of tasks I need to complete within a short period of time, usually keeping the flow within a two-week period. I review every day to highlight the most significant ones to complete the next day, and I highlight those in yellow. I'm not detailed or organized enough to overcomplicate this. I just do it simply on a Word document. And it's my system that has worked relatively well for me over my lifetime. When tasks are in progress and I'm waiting for a response or action from someone else, I tend to note that and code that in gray. This is just a system that works for me. And as many times as people have tried to help me build a more sophisticated system, I always go back to what works my old-fashioned system. What's new for me is that I'm trying not to schedule meetings prior to 8.30 a.m. to give me the morning to plan and get some things accomplished. If I choose to spend early morning working, then I do, or I might read, or I might go for a longer walk with my dogs, or I might simply decide to sit outside and drink a cup of coffee and just sit. I give myself that flexibility in the morning. Right now, I need to improve on my approach with starting the first 15 minutes of my day planning. I'll always allow for exceptions to scheduling and have gotten better at saying no and rearranging my schedule. Where I need to improve is to use that time in the most productive way and make that a priority. Really commit to it. Tip two, one of Covey's sayings. When you say yes to one thing, you say no to something else. I've thought a lot about this lately. When I begin a day and the Zoom meetings are back to back, I sometimes end the day wondering if I made the best use of my time. Most of the time, the answer is no. And then I think about how easy it is to schedule a Zoom meeting at the drop of a pen for any of us. Think about this. When we schedule a Zoom meeting or a meeting, are we thinking only about our needs? Are we doing it because it's part of a process that we follow or Or could we analyze the significance of the meeting and maybe sometimes veer away from the process? When we craft an email, do we acknowledge that every time we do, we are taking away someone's time because they're having to read it on their end and sometimes act on it? I'm worried that the new way of working has made us even more unaware of how our actions impact others. I need to improve on managing information requested and coming to me, and being placed on my schedule. You know, I even have someone who helps me who is great, and she has a difficult task, I know, doing this. I'm thankful to Deborah, who continues to help me in this way, and we're working on it, and we'll get there. On the flip side, I'm making a conscious effort to be a better team member by monitoring what I ask of others via meetings and emails. This is one of my highest priorities this year. To be mindful and respectful, just respect our team. Every request, every email, every meeting, every connection when we're asking others to do something matters. Here's the next tip. Determine when it's best to exceed a goal and when it contributes enough to meet a goal. I don't know about you, but I've been one who tries to overexceed in most everything that's meaningful to me. This past year pushed my emotional, mental, and physical limits. So my body and heart force me to change. And as I have changed, I've learned to become a better leader focused on building thoughtful expectations on where we need to achieve and then where we do need to overachieve. It forces us to make decisions on few yet meaningful actions, 
review continuous data to track our progress and adjust when needed, and then reevaluate expectations to adjust where we can. At times, the goals are not adjustable. So the purpose is not to decrease the expectations for achievement. It's managing the right work in the right way to achieve. This is a non-negotiable for me as a leader this year. That's how important this tip is to building success for our team. We've started the year off with this approach and we'll continue to get better and learn how what we do needs to balance our hearts and minds. Here's another tip. Let go of the right things that someone else can do at least 80% as well. And eventually, they may even be better than us at those things we let go. I'm sure of it. This was my last year's goal, and I continue it this year. It really means to get out of your own way to give others a chance to excel and at times fail and learn from it. It's also helped me understand where I want and need to be involved for the best benefit of the team. Sometimes it's me saying, I'm going to take more ownership here and letting the team know where I'm not and why and then holding them to those expectations. I acted on this last year, and I'm seeing great benefits, and I also see where we as a team need to grow. It is certainly worth acting on, this tip. As we continue through 2022, I believe the four items we've discussed are critical. And here are some simple yet powerful tips that help us balance our hearts and minds. Here's one. Do one thing every day that brings you joy. It can be simple. Regardless of what you do, be joyful and say it out loud. Something that is making me joyful. Here's another tip. Do one kind thing every day. Again, it can be simple. Let's not leave one day without one act of kindness added to our life. One act every day by every union makes this world a better place. And another. Pay attention to what your inner voice is telling you. Is it affirming or critical? I love thinking about this. It's the voice inside our heads that tells us it's talking to us all day and only we know what it's saying. What are you and only you hearing from your inner voice? Is it making your life more stressful or calming? Take this tip. In the last five minutes of your day, doing a simple self plus delta. Ask what worked well for me today and why. Then ask what were my challenges today and why. What do I need to do to overcome these challenges and what help do I need? Uh, This is something new that I've thought about for myself, but I also like the idea of asking my direct reports to do this every day. And when we're at our monthly meetings, I'd love to hear about their pluses and their challenges, how they overcame the challenges and ones where they need help. I think this is a way to capture information over a month's time rather than just what's most pressing during the time of the month when we meet. It gives us a better chance to learn more and deeper and richer information. And the last tip is end your day with a statement of gratitude. At the end of the day, say, today I'm thankful for. So today I'm thankful For the Coker University president, Dr. Natalie Harder, and the executive team and board of trustees for giving me an opportunity to speak about the future of higher education. I'm grateful for their thoughtful discussion and the impact Coker is having and going to make and is making on the lives of others they serve. 
I'm blessed to do this type of work. Thank you for giving me that opportunity. Here they are again. They're nine tips I hope you will use to help balance your heart and mind. Start the first 15 minutes of your day planning. When you say yes to one thing, you say no to something else. Determine when it's best to exceed a goal and when it contributes enough to meet a goal. Let go of the right things that someone else can do 80% as well. And eventually they may even be better than you at those things you let go. Do one thing every day that brings you joy. Do one kind thing every day. Pay attention to what your inner voice is telling you. Is it affirming or critical? In the last five minutes of your day, doing a simple self plus delta and end your day with a statement of gratitude. During January, we lost a great spiritual leader, Thich Nhat Hanh, in honor of his contributions to the world and connecting to attending to our health. I close with his words. The past is gone. The future is not yet here. And if we do not go back to ourselves in the present moment, we cannot be in touch with life. To all of you, every day, every minute matters in how we choose to balance our hearts and minds to do good in this world by being the best person we can be. And when we do, we will be our best at work. Thank you for tuning in to Accelerate Your Performance. We invite you to share this episode. And if you're looking for more resources related to today's episode, head over to Studer, S-T-U-D-E-R, education, E-D-U, C-A-T-I-O-N.com slash podcast. I look forward to connecting with you next time as we continue to focus on the nine principles for organizational excellence so that we can be our best at work. Have a great week, everyone.